On this episode of Game of the Month, we discuss Chris's pick for Game of the Month, which was Neo 2. We find out what the Game of the Month for May is, randomly picked. We're moving into a new month, though, so make sure to download and play Battlefield 5, Stranded Deep, and Wreckfest all off for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know we thought of them. And we already did Plus Club for April, so if you missed that, check that out as well. If you'd like to listen to us in audio form, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. And we have a page Patreon if you'd like to support this channel further than liking, commenting, sharing this video, and subscribing if you're brand new. All right, let's find out what the fucking game of the month for May is because I have no idea. It's friendly picks. We're going to find out. Let's check it out right now. What's going on, guys, and welcome to April's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it, except for this month, it wasn't random. Chris picked it. Speaking of Chris, Chris is here. He's up in the bubble, joining me. Also, Chevy is joining me, and I'm here. My name's Seth. Um, so, yeah, we played Neo 2. That was Chris's pick, and we're going to talk about that this episode, but before we do that, we have to randomly pick a Game of the Month for may i'm praying it's not super uh invested possibly but we don't know because it's all random um so yeah what do you guys say we jump into this and find out what our game of the month for may is all right all right so the way this works for anybody new is we have a random number generator we have a list of games with numbers next to the name of the games and we hit the random button which i'm doing right now and when i let go it's going to give me a number and when i let go the number is going to be 16 and i'm going to look at the list and what number 16 is is oh interesting zero escape the nonary games which is a game that was actually a runner-up for our uh community pick game of the month so that's really cool um and yeah congratulations on the people or to the people who voted for that that will be our game of the month for may and uh, that's pretty cool because this is a game that really wasn't on my radar before and then it got introduced to me when we did our community pick game of the month, which we'll be doing later this year. So stay tuned for that. And uh, after that, uh, I think I already bought this. It was on sale. And I was like, I'm going to preemptively mm. buy this. So I'm ready for it when it gets drawn. Um, so, yeah. What do you guys think? This is a um, like story centric, I think, kind of like choose your own adventure or maybe pick. It's a visual option. novel. It's a visual novel game. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's supposed to have like a really good story. I've heard that pretty much from anyone I know who's who's played it. So I'm excited to try something different. I haven't really played a game like this since, like, the original Nintendo DS, so this will actually be kind of a, a treat in that regard because I remember playing, like, the original, like, uh, like Ace Attorney and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always interested, especially because, like, it is, like you said, kind of out of uh, – well, I'm – this is not exactly what you said, but it's kind of out of the norm for us, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so um, I always like being put in a position to, to play something I wouldn't normally like just buy because obviously we end up in our own habits and our, our oh, gameplay yeah. types. So um, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's one of, one of my favorite things about uh, Plus Club is we always get the games randomly and sometimes it's games I would like never play like NBA 2K or something like that. And I can see <laughs> if I'm like correct on going, I'm not into that. Or I go, well, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I or still don't I like bouncing something. balls. Yeah, yeah, it's not really my cup of tea. So luckily that's not on our list. <laughs> uh, Chris, any opinions on Zero Escape? The non uh, games. 
I, I hardly know anything about this game at all to make a strong opinion about it, uh, other than it's a story-centric game. So I, I play this kind of game somewhat, but like if I understand right, this is like just choose like you said, choose your own adventure, just kind of pick dialogue options. So I don't really I, play these games too often. Yeah, I think it is more so just like I don't know if it's choose your own adventure in the sense of like you know you're you're gonna have like your own experience, but like I think in dialogue you are choosing yeah. what you say and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. hope maybe. Otherwise, maybe we're doing a book club in May. <laughs> maybe we're just having an anime club. It'll be easy then. Yeah. 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 On top of uh, Battlefield Five, Shrine Deep, and Wreckfest, which are all games that like are not high investment games, you can hop in, do a match, or do a you know an event in Wreckfest and be done with it. This game was probably gonna be the highest investment game of just kind of reading. I think it has voice acting. I don't know. We're gonna find out. I want to fucking figure this case out. Because I only know uh, enough to uh, that you know I had put it on my wish list for when this happens. So yeah. which did happen now, so I can pull the trigger on it finally. For sure. Anything else, Chris? No, no, no. All right, we will be playing Zeroscape, the Nonner games, uh, in May. So uh, the game we played in April was Neo Two. Chris picked this game. Uh, in case you guys don't know, we do randomly picked games most of the year, but then every three months we each get to pick a game per month. Uh, and then the community, you guys get to pick, uh, on the last one of those, which I think we're doing three months later than I'm not, I'm not getting into the details. We'll tell you as it comes up. Um, but next will be Chevy's pick. Uh, before we talk about Neo two, um, you want to tell us why you picked it and, uh, kind of fill us in. Why? Why did I pick it? Because I'm a sucker for the Sengoku period of Japan. <laughs> like, I'm a big sucker for this era mm. in history. Um, and I really like the first game. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of Dark souls games, so I was just instantly gravitated towards this. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. Yeah, and you kind of went over it, too, when you originally picked it and kind of surprised us with it because Monster Hunter Rise had just come out, and there's some other game, too, that I think we were all playing at the time. Uh, our outriders had just come mm-hmm. out and you know so mm-hmm. you had options of like games that you know to get people to play but this game you picked and it's because i think you kind of sat on it and didn't play it asap because i think you're yep. waiting for the pc version not trying to speak for you and then finally kind of mm-hmm. pulled the trigger and we'll get into it but i know you've played it quite a bit this month so <laughs> i did a little bit of it, okay. you really just you really kind of picked it and dived in <laughs> so it's good you were feeling it at the time for sure um yeah, so uh, if you didn't get a chance to play Neo 2, Neo 2 is a third-person action game um, that is inspired by uh, Dark Souls, but I don't think as much as people like to pretend it is. Uh, it does have mm-hmm. checkpoint systems, and it does have a soul system that you lose stuff when you died after recover, but it is very much uh, in the vein of uh, its predecessors, uh, like you know Ninja Gaiden and uh, DOA, where it is very combat and combo heavy. Um, in the game, you go from uh, level to level, uh, fighting enemies that are supposed to be challenging, and uh, fighting a boss at the end, which are typically even more challenging, especially in this one compared to the original Neo. Uh, this game really kind of slaps you in the face when you start playing, going, you you thought Neo was fucking difficult? You don't know anything. <laughs> um, especially when you play by yourself, because I was like, oh shit, I'm awake now, okay. Um yeah, it has a you know level. You could level up. You get better gear. One thing I don't want to talk too much about my opinion on it, but uh, it's got loot, which is fucking always, always always a plus. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's got a uh, soul moves. I forgot what they're called. Um, yokai. 
Yeah, yeah, you can like use them as as moves and turn into uh, them, uh, which is a uh, new addition in that sense. And um, yeah, a bunch of moves that you can unlock per weapon. And uh, yeah, it's just a really intense third-person action game. We all played it, and since Chris picked it, I'm dying to know his impressions throughout April for his oh pick, my. Neo 2. Well, just to start, to give a frame reference of how much I've played this game, uh, I have currently 125 hours put into this game this month alone. Nice. He definitely tried um, it. I played a little bit of it, okay? Just he a sampled little bit. it. He just gave it a little yeah, lick for an hour, or not an hour, fucking 120 hours. <laughs> so I've, I've played the, the main game. I beat one of the first DLCs, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm halfway through the second DLC. There are three DLCs that come with the complete edition. Um, if you've played Neo 1, you've have the base premise of how this game plays like like seth said there's different stats uh you can build your character into a myriad of different kind of ways there are the you know the cookie cutter caster there's the the ninja there's the old school samurai and then there's you just kind of just kind of fuse it all together to make your own character um and there's various different like gear sets that kind of accompany those different play styles um but it is at the base core uh, uh, a Neo game. It, it's, it's the same gameplay style, but with the added benefit of having yokai be more predominant in this game. Uh, if you don't know yokai are, they're basically uh, spirits, uh, not necessarily demons, but spirit entities in, in Japanese mythos. And in case people um, don't know, in the original Neo, you essentially had one with you that you would summon as a move, and this one, you actually get to turn into an alternate uh, mode. Uh, that's kind of like a power-up, but you also can use other yokai as you collect them to use them as moves, which yeah. is kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a cool system. It kind of adds more to the combat in a game that already had a pretty robust combat system. Yeah, the the layers that you can just customize your character in this in this edition are just just like the build that you have is is extremely deep. Um, you also are able to make your own character, so this is. Uh, not the story of William, but this is just a character of your own a story of your own character set in this pretty much the same time period. It, it takes place a little bit before and then kind of overlaps with the last game. Um, but it's just it's just such a blast for me to go through all of this again as a side story. It's like different character who has kind of like influences throughout the history of the game and kind of ties it all together with with historical facts of the Sengoku period all over again. I just, I can't speak enough praise of this game. I mean, I know how the story is going to happen as far as like historically, like the events are come up because I'm really ingrained in this stuff, but it is just a really neat retelling of it once again. Just, it's been told over and over again, but it's, it's a really fun and exciting way to see it happen. And I have two different characters set up, one to be like a heavy armor, giant sword, old school samurai, and then the, the cliche ninja. But there are systems implemented uh, once you beat the base game that you can save your style of loadout of like your build for like stats and everything and re-roll that character into something completely different if you want to try something oh, new. interesting. Yeah, so it, mm. it definitely has a lot of new game plus potential. Um, it does increase the difficulty. There are different item drops once you beat the game that have higher, you know, stats. And it just it just keeps going and going and going. It's just so much fun and i enjoyed it immensely yeah yeah uh anything else no 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 um i'll jump in uh i did not beat it uh regrettably 
Um, I actually, this month fucking sucked for me because I, I was playing so many games. At the beginning of the month, I had discovered um, First Class Trouble, and I was playing that for half the month. But uh, so I only, I only, most of the games this month, I put like six hours in a piece. But um, I did play this a little bit. I've played in the past too. I bought it when it came out. Um, but this month, you know, my impressions for that, put about six hours into it. Um, I had to start from the beginning again, which kind of sucked. So I only played like a lot of the the levels that I already played. I played like three of them that I never played before. So I made some progression. Although Chevy was saying that there's like different sections of um, T- time eras. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't experienced that yet. So I'm not I'm not that far into it. But uh, just as uh, a reference, I'm I'm a huge fan of the original Neo. I beat the original Neo. Fucking loved it. Um, and in fact, I think it is, even though I think it has its own identity, 100% out of all the games that are like influenced by dark souls, Neo has it's, it's, is the strongest, uh, game that has its own identity. I don't even like to call it a dark souls game outside of it has a checkpoint system in souls Other than that it is a fucking, a team ninja game. Um, 100%. And I still feel that way with Neo too. Um, the combat is. I feel like Neo 2. Oh, sorry, I guess it's my opinion. So I shouldn't break it up. You can fucking gonna, hop in. It's a conversation. I was going to say the, uh, I would say probably even more so since they added the, the yokai abilities. Neo 2's con, the Neo 1. So the combat is so much more involved in this than any other, uh, I guess, if you want to compare it, Dark Souls like game. But Neo 2 takes it to another level. That's one thing I really like about Neo 2, even, even as far as I played. It feels like a fucking proper sequel. It's not just like a cookie cutter. Uh, you guys like Neo? Well, here's some new levels. Like, the, like the the combat's been revamped. The weapons uh, are the same but different. Uh, the way yokai work is is completely different. At first, I was like, I kind of liked having like that Pokemon summon, but I like this system better because it's more ingrained in the combat. It feels like you have these like moves to use in situations because this game has ramped up the difficulty. I did not think Neo One was that difficult. At the end, there's some challenges that are fucking rough. But for the most part, I didn't think Neo was that difficult. Neo 2 is much more difficult than Neo. But Neo 2 also gives you new tools to fight with. Mm-hmm. And so it does feel fair. But it's a very, very involved combat system. You have to... It's not just swing when you got a chance and dodge when you need to. Like, there's a lot of systems involved to utilize in certain situations. Um, and perks. And, and, and perks. And there's, like, you know... Uh, things enemies do that 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 you have to react to when they do them in certain ways that every fight feels like you're playing fucking street fighter and you're fighting against somebody and you have to defeat them to move on to the next person um and that's something i really fucking love about neo uh also like chris said it's during the sengoku goku area era area um which is definitely a fucking dope ass era samurai stuff ninja stuff fucking definitely something um, I'm a fan of so uh, you know all the armors you're getting all the weapons it's just you know right at home I feel like I'm just like fucking I love it um, the level design is uh, is I think better than the first game and I think the first game's uh, level design was was good too but this one feels a lot more intricate a lot more like secrets per level a lot more things to kind of look out for um, definitely really it's funny like this month like i said i've been playing a lot of things but every once i'm like i gotta play neo 2 for the channel i start playing it and i'm like oh yeah i fucking love this game and i just like start running through it fighting shit and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna fucking die and i'd like find all the secrets i'm like oh cool blah blah blah. i'm like i'm getting all this loot like it's it is like the when it comes to these kind of games the perfect formula like it's literally like 
my favorite of these kind of games outside of like Dark Souls, of course, is amazing. But um, out of any game that is even slightly influenced by it, Neo stands on its own. So like, um, and this is no different. In fact, like I said, it, it feels like a proper sequel. It has expanded what you expect from Neo. Um, I can't speak on the story too much because I'm not that far into it. But so far, I'm really impressed with the cutscenes, cinematics, the way they tell the story. I think the first game was not as good. Um, I thought the story of, of Neo was fun because, like you said, it, it takes after actual history. It's during a certain era, but you're playing this dude named William, and like there's a fantasy element to it. Uh, this game is similar, but um, I think they, they took the storytelling a lot more serious. It feels... Uh, fun and charming at some times, but also uh, it, it takes itself a little more serious than others. And uh, I, I forgot that it was like that because I started playing it and then like I beat one of the levels and I went into the next part and uh, a cinematic started and I started watching. I'm like, oh yeah, there's like a whole ass story of this game. Yeah. Um, which I'm excited to play it and beat it because eventually I will. I beat Neo and I fucking loved that game. Um. So yeah, the little bit I did get to play this month uh, definitely reminded me of how much I really enjoy it. I tried to play it with Josh, but he was like, fuck you. And then he's kind of disappeared. <laughs> so I played by myself. It's a blast that way. I would like to play with people. You can play with up to two other people. So yes, three player. that would be cool to check out. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to convince you guys to play it. Um, and uh, Chris is like, nope, 120 hours. That's too much for me now. Man. I can't dip into 130. <laughs> that's way too much hours. Um, I was anytime I said I was going to play it, he was ready to play. So, yeah. and then uh, for for uh, reference on the character I I made this time around, um, pretty much went samurai build. But I was using um, in Neo One. I fucking loved the spear. It was like one of my favorite weapons. Um, it just had a lot of um, moves that I felt like I could use in every situation. And of course, I would like always kind of go back to like, um, you know, the katana or something like that. But in this, uh, I wanted to not touch the stuff I, I played a lot. I like I fucked around with it a little bit, but um, I went uh, surprisingly, I went Tonfas and oh, no, what was the second one is also dual. Oh, uh, hatchets, dual hatchets. Mm. So I was just dual wielding both times. Um, and I like the Tonfas a lot. They're really fucking dope. Um, hatchets are okay. I uh, they, they seem like they did more damage, maybe, but um, the move set isn't as interesting on any of the stances. Um, that's nothing too, dude. With the, with this combat, you got three fucking stances. You switch between. You get with moves. Sculptures. You get moves later that <laughs> that work with the different stances, and sometimes uh, give you an incentive to switch stances mid combat. Yeah. You got the yokai moves. You got all these different weapons you can switch between. Like this game is like, it's rough, but it's also like you have all the tools to fight these fucking dudes. So you know you get good. You got to learn this combat system. And once you do, um, stepping back into it, I was like, man, I forgot. I had to like do all this shit. But once you get it down, um, you start becoming more efficient, and you get that fucking I conquered the mountain feeling every time you beat some dude who, you know, you went in there and kicked your ass. You're like fuck, and then you go back in there and you kill him. You're like, yes. Um, which is obviously a really great feeling. Anyway, really liked it, really enjoyed it, um, and it, it does feel like Neo except for more and, in my opinion, better, which is kind of steep. That's a, that's a tough thing to do because Neo is fantastic. Chevy? Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> I pretty much agree with everything you guys said about the the single-player experience. Um, I didn't do a lot of it because I, I, most of my gameplay, if not 
uh, I'd say 99% of it was multiplayer with Chris. So, um, so I'm going to speak on, on, on that part, but I'm going to start with my character. I, I made, um, originally I, I was going for a samurai-esque build that used uh, mid-stance spears, so f- a focus on blocking um, and countering. So, And I was having fun with it, um, but I felt useless all the time. Um, and then I kind of toyed around with a little bit of the ninjutsu, and then I played a little bit with it. It's called Omnia Magic, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I kinda, yeah, that was the one I was looking for earlier. I but... kind of liked how the Omnia stuff was working. So I was, uh, uh, Chris had kind of talked to me a little bit about the kind of stuff you can do with it, and I was looking through the skill tree. I was like, I'll just respec. So I respec I switched my weapon to a three-piece staff um, after trying all the weapons that fit within the, the stats for being a caster and uh first off the weapon's way more fun than the spear for me like and i'm actually switching stances all the time while using it so it just mm-hmm. kind of clicks better for me and the magic uh though simple um is another tool for me so like if, if i need to back up you know to get out of combat for a second i can still like throw a magic item or if, like if some like a tengu for example flies up in the sky i could just be like well i can still hit you dude so mm-hmm. um alongside still being able to use a, a gun a cannon or a bow so um yeah like you said the toolkit's just there uh, and it, it did uh being able to find that build and the the play style that, that fit for me uh, really changed the whole experience for me because at first i was i was having fun but it wasn't like a great time and then switching to um something that i enjoyed playing more um it was hard for me to shut the game off at that point oh, yeah. so um so that being said, I remember in Neo One, uh, the multiplayer was done uh, strictly with these things called Ondo Cups, and uh, I believe they added the Tory Gates later, though. They did, but it was still missions. It, it was like yeah. a mission mode. It was you can go through the story. Um, so it was this really typical of Soulsborne games. Uh, more pain than probably worth multiplayer system. Um, you want to collect our choco cups? <laughs> I, I do actually, because <laughs> oh, no uh, summoning uh, NPCs because we don't have a third player with us, so uh, costless cups. Now this game still keeps that system, um, and it plays more like a traditional like Souls game where you you have the cups, you can summon someone into your game, you can set a password if you want someone specific to join, and it'll have that 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 normal system where if you die you get kicked out, you know you get to keep the difficulty, or you can go to the Tory Gate. And it changes the game mode to a multiplayer mode where you have a hit point bar that you share as a group. And every time you go down, it goes down a little bit. But every time you clear yokai zones, it refills a little bit. So it makes it more of a co-op experience that's less about the difficulty and more about just playing with your friends. Um, And I think that's great as someone who's not huge into Souls games. It also allows you to play through the story with a couple hiccups that are really easy to overlook. And a lot of those hiccups are mostly like, it won't tell you you have a cutscene to watch at the main map and you have to, to leave to go look at it. Um, so there's just some communication things there that they probably should have thought about a little more. And it is a Japanese game, so it's very menu-heavy, so finding stuff is slow going. It is. It yeah. is very menu-heavy. And Neo had menus, but Neo 2, like, as soon as you go back to the main map, I go to the starting point, and I'm just, like, looking at all the shit. I'm like, what is this do? What's yeah. this? Okay, that's what that does. Okay, okay. Um the other thing I'll give it credit for as well is it has difficulty scaling um, in the sense that 
if I'm level one and Chris is level 100, it goes, this enemy is this for you and this for you so that you're always still able to have that fight. That's good they did that because I remember when we talked about Neo, you're mm-hmm. saying that Chris is kind of taking care of enemies for you if yeah. uh, you're having issues with them or whatever. And uh, that is helpful. Very nice. But um, I think it's better if, like, he's not just sitting there OP being bored going, oh, I'll just take care of yeah. it. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, like, small enemies, regardless, um, even if you are level one, you can, like, one to two shot him, right? Mm-hmm. And he was still able to do that. But then we'd fight something big, and he'd have to hit it a bunch of times. It wasn't like he could just one-shot it. So um, it's a very smart system. I'm glad they did that because we get to both experience the game, and it's not making it, um, outside of the multiplayer aspect of it, easier for me. Obviously, now things have multiple targets, so it inherently does become a little easier. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, anyone who's look, uh, I shouldn't get any recommendations yet. Um, yeah. So the multiplayer experience is really good. Um, I think it still can be improved, um, but it is a great step. It also does something that Monster Hunter World didn't do, which is let you watch cutscenes together <laughs> and your character is the one in the cutscene. So, uh, I appreciate that as well. Um, I skipped most of the story, so I can't talk about the story. <laughs> uh oh. But the cutscenes were really nice looking. Yeah, they're really good. Um and yeah, uh the loot, there's just tons of it constantly. And even and in very typical, like even ARPG fashion, you'll get a piece of loot, you'll get something with the same name, but the stats will be all different. Mm-hmm. And so like you can really kind of like mid max a build. Yeah. Um love it which i know even like when you beat the game there's gonna be this like end game like mid max like get the best that you can type of deal and uh that's great because then not only is it a souls game now now it's also an arpg mm-hmm. <laughs> so um that is one reason why like it's one of my favorites is because like it offers more than just the challenge there's like yeah heavy progression that you're working towards for sure um so yeah, I mean, I feel like I should probably try to have some negative, and and I I do think you're gonna look for negatives in a game that doesn't really have any. Uh, well, so it is menu heavy, <laughs> where uh, find them? and and non-descriptive about um, where to find certain things, that, or um, or at the very least, uh, not as obvious as it should be. And th- this is a nitpick, but I do feel like it's worth mentioning. So like playing multiplayer, it's not very good about telling you um, that it has multi multiple multiplayer modes and um and there's a lot of confusion about it on the internet yeah um but yeah there are multiple options um one thing you know to kind of add to that as well there are i think they're called nightmare missions you can't do them in that multiplayer mode because they're designed to be hard that that's the whole point of them you have to use I think that's fair the normal or the old school multiplayer system where you use mm. the undo cups so um and that, that's totally fine, right? That makes sense. So Press works in the parameters of how they're designed. Yeah. So whether you're, you know, if you're kind of, I guess, nervous about like Soulsborne games, I guess the one thing I would say is the, give it a chance anyways, especially if you can play multiplayer, um, because it is very different uh, uh, compared to those games. And I've dabbled a little bit. I played like Demon Souls. I played Code Vein and stuff like that. So um yeah, I had fun. That was a lot of fun. I, do, I would totally play it again. If you decide to pick it up on PC, I would start over, uh, or I'd go back and do the missions with you, no problem. So. Oh, yeah, you guys played on PC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind buying this game again. 
Um, one thing we didn't really talk about too much, we did touch on it a bit, that you do make your own character. What do you think about the character creator? Above average. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot better than I thought it'd yeah. be. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say it's amazing, but it is. It's a good one. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. It, it not only do you have multiple options of how to make your character's facial features look, but there's uh, options for the hairs where you can choose a base hairstyle and adjust according to what the hairstyle is, what kind of ponytails or bangs you have yeah. with that as well. And, and everything's unisex, so it's really cool. Yeah. That's something I see more and more and more now is they just give you all the hairstyles no matter what, which I'm like, that's fine because now you can even get more creative with your hairstyle, especially if they give you like hair length uh, sliders or attachments to your hair, like ponytails, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's uh, I like the kind of stuff because you can be goofy too. And I'm going to talk about Monster Hunter one time real quick again, but like I watched someone play that recently. <laughs> Speaking of like customization, they made a female character, but they gave her an afro and a mustache and a deep man voice. And it's just, it's hilarious. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Ha- having that, those Omni options allows you to, you know, make a serious character or make just a fun creative character. freedom, let yeah. you make it however you mm-hmm. want. So that's cool. Makes sense. Yeah. I, uh, I, I liked it quite a bit. I, uh, like I said, I've had to restart my character three times now because I played on PS4 and then on PS5, it didn't carry my save over. There's a yeah. way to transfer it, but I was like, ah, let's make another character. And then I made another character on PS4 because I was like trying to figure out. I don't even know why I played on PS4 again. Anyway, um, so yeah, I've made a couple characters now, and uh, each time they look very different. Each, so it's uh, it's not a game where like Outriders, where you have like four heads and five hairstyles and drop menus. The the same majernal voice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's got a it's it's got a be- like you said it perfect better than average for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah. average is acceptable to me. So even below average sometimes is like, eh, it's whatever. Depends on the game. Outriders is below average. Um, pretty below. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on it? No criticisms. Chevy kind of took a whack at it, but didn't really <laughs> take the tree down. So no, we um, didn't. I mean, I don't, I didn't really run into anything where I was like, frustrated so mm. i've actually used neo 2 as an example multiple times i don't know why this game always comes up in my head but when i've had conversations with people about unfinished games and when people are like all games come out unfinished nowadays and i'm sick of it blah 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 i'm like no no you're talking about ubisoft games you're talking about ea games you're talking about <laughs> yeah, Activision the big three games um and activision's not even that bad about it but ubisoft and ea they'll release games that are half finished or you know people are talking about cyberpunk whatever the fuck and people always talk about like this is just the state of gaming. I'm like, have you played Neo Two? Yeah. The game just came out and was is fucking solid. It's not it's not broken. It's not unfinished. It's like complete. It's full of content. Um, so that's you know it's it's kind of hard to pick it apart. It's just a solid fucking finished game that does exactly and more what you want from it. Mm. So, um, yeah. So it's always my go to for that argument. I don't know why. Um. <laughs> So let's jump into recommendations. Uh, honestly, I would recommend this to everyone, except for I know a lot of people don't like challenging games. And this game mm. will challenge you, and yeah. you will get frustrated. Um, so if that does not sound fun to you, still check it out. Uh, do some co-op maybe, but because uh, it's a really fucking good game. Um, but to be more specific, I would say if you like um, pretty much anything Team Ninja's done, uh, yeah. third person, even in DOA, like if you like DOA, the combat in this is really intricate. Um, 
If you like third-person action games, if you like Souls-like games, for sure. If you like cooperative games that have like like no bullshit co-op, um, that's fucking a plus. Um, if you like samurai era or ninja uh, stuff, um, this is a really really good example you of a game have like that. To try it at least then. Yeah, because there's not, you don't got a <laughs> lot of options out there. Um, let's see. If you like challenging games, if you like games where you're gonna be challenged or you like that conquering the mountain feeling, uh, this game definitely has that. If you like intricate level design, like exploring, finding secrets, uh, this game has that. If you like loot, like I do, like we all do, um, this game has that. Um, Skill trees, stat progression. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> intricate combat systems with yeah. combos. If you like games like that, even if you like games like Devil May Cry, this isn't like Devil May Cry, but it does have a combat system that you feel like you are hitting a lot of buttons and moving around, dodging and blocking, stuff like that. Um, if you like Kodamas. If you like Kodamas, those Kodamas are fucking amazing. I love them. Um, if you like finding Kodamas, if that's something you do in your in your they just leisure. take naps places. They need help going home, man. Yeah, sometimes they get <laughs> sometimes they get fucking weirded out because people are swinging swords everywhere and they hide under shit. And you have to let them come out when they're ready, um, which is good. Respect Kodamas. Let them let them take their time. Um, they're little. Uh, Even the naughty ones. Yeah, yeah, those fuckers. Um, <laughs> first time I saw one of those, I was like, "What the hell is that?" He started just fucking give me items, fucking stabbing at me. And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> we need to slow this down a bit." Um, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on and on. I really, I would really recommend this to everybody, except for its difficulty. It's not welcoming, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are not going to be into that. Yeah. So I'll just kind of pass the ball to you guys. Anything I miss? I don't think I can add anything because it really is. It is a Soulsborne game with loot. Um, so, I mean, if, if any aspect that sounds appealing to you, I do want to emphasize that I don't play Soulsborne games and I would play this. I would continue playing this. So, um, yeah. So if you're into like RPG, heavy RPG systems and like loot and stuff like that, this game is 100% just an action RPG. It just is hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's challenging. Other yeah. than that, it's just straight up a third person action RPG. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's my my only addition. The only thing I would add is is if you like um, codex entries, and I, and I mean that like all of the monsters, all of the yokai, oh, all of the characters oh, have really in depth codex entries. So if you like reading that yeah. kind of stuff about back history and, mm-hmm. and lore, this is definitely a game you should hop into. Even the weapons have like an armor have like immense amounts of like lore tied to them. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good one because I wasn't even thinking of that. Um, I know some people who are really into um, every little piece of lore they can get. For sure. That's one thing. Uh, bring up Outriders again. Uh, that's one thing a lot of people <laughs> like about Outriders is there's a lot of uh, background lore to really get into. So, um, yeah. So, uh, anything else? Mm-mm. Nope. Let's grade it. We'll start with Chevy. I'm going to give it A-. minus. It's a very good game. Um, I think if they fine-tune the multiplayer a little bit better and I don't know. Made the menu system a little more intuitive. Uh, it would be an A easily. Fair. A minus. Uh, so I'm going to give it a strong ass A. Um, I think it is um, on par with Dark Souls. I, I don't like to compare the two because they're very different in a lot they of ways. But <laughs> uh, one is obviously inspired by the other. Um, but in some ways, uh, Team Ninja is not new to doing games like this. Um, but uh, but some of the systems, yeah, exactly. It's Ninja Gaiden <laughs> with Dark Souls systems in it. Um, but uh, 
it's it's a fantastic game. Um, like I said, it, it is a true sequel, which is awesome to be able to say. It feels like uh, a, a an upgrade and successor to the original Neo, which I loved. Um, and I can't wait to beat it. Uh, my grade could definitely change to an A+. This game does have the potential to do that for me uh, if I end up uh, beating it and feeling stronger about it than I feel now, which, like I said, I'm not that far into it right now. But um, it, it's fucking solid. It's a great game. Um, I would definitely recommend, again, most people play it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Especially if you like Dark Souls and you never played Neo. Like, go fucking play Neo or Neo 2 because... Uh, there's other games out there like Dark Souls. Neo is the best one out of those, though. Like easily, it's it's. I hesitate to say I like it better than Dark Souls because they feel so different. Dark Souls is amazing, and the aesthetic of Dark Souls is just great. Even though Bloodborne's my favorite, um, but uh, but yeah, Neo is absolutely just right on par with it. I fucking love Neo. I think the only other one I could even put in there, and I think it needs a lot of work to make it a better experience, would be Code Vein. Code Vein's good. It's got a little bit of jank to it, but it it's a fun game. Big potential, though. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, it just doesn't have the polish that fucking ne- like Neo's polish is insane. Yeah. It's such a tight, well, precisely made game, um, and not just for the genre in general. It's a fucking video game that does exactly what the hell it's supposed to. In the way, like if you fuck up and die, nothing was the problem except for you. Yeah. There it, is no, the camera doesn't have problems, nothing. It's you. You did that. You failed. Get better. Work hard. Yeah. Beat the boss. And um, embrace no bullshit multiplayer, please. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. Um, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, A. Easy A. Chris? Uh, I think because of how many hours I've put into this game uh, and that I, could, I was playing it when we started recording, like right before we started recording, I was still playing it. Uh, I'm going to have to give this game an A+. It is everything I want out of a game. Uh, the difficulty doesn't cease. Even as you get stronger and stronger, it's still... it's still You can die in two hits from any enemy. Any enemy can kill you. Um, <clears throat> and I really like that challenge. Uh, there's cosmetics. You can make your character have whatever gear you want, but you can make it look like whatever other piece of gear you want. So that's amazing for me. The story, the lore, I love that story. The, the Sengoku period, I romanticize it, but I love it. So it's just... Is solid, solid game. I don't think I'll ever stop playing this game at this point. It is a A plus for me. Like absolutely in love with this game. Yeah, I feel it. Um, like I said, my my grade could go up. So I I an A minus is great too. So obviously we like this game. Yeah. Um Yeah. A plus, that's awesome. Uh let's know in the comments. Let's you guys have anything else to say. What do you guys think mm-hmm. of Neo 2? Have you played it? Have you not played it? If you haven't played it, why haven't you played it? Have you played Neo 1? Did you like that game? And uh, what other uh, Dark Souls-inspired games that aren't Dark Souls or Bloodborne? Bloodborne's the best. Um, that They're all great. They're all great, but Bloodborne's fucking sick. Uh, where's Bloodborne 2 at? Uh, what other games in the uh, genre are you a fan of? What would you recommend? I feel like I've played most of them. but uh, I feel like you have too. If there's other ones, I played a real <laughs> shitty one on Steam that... I think me, Josh, Cody, and Sarah all played the demo of it, and I think Josh just bought it outright as soon as we played the demo. But did you play that one on Epic Games? No, on Steam. Oh no. wait, there was the one. Oh, that was an exclusive. Uh, I, I played the beta oh, okay. uh, for that, mm. and it was, it was it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But yeah, uh, let us know everything you think about in the comments below. That's gonna do it for this episode of Game of the Month. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on. Uh, uh, oh god iTunes, Spotify other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us uh, check out our streams links down below check out our discord link down below and uh, 
yeah, we have a Patreon. If you like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, sharing this video, and subscribing if you're brand new. My name's Seth. That's Chevy. That's Chris. And we have talked about Neo 2. Go play it. Until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.